Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Unpack your knives and stay. Yes, stay. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Top Chef Wrap Up Around Table. I'm Haley Strong. I'm here to serve you some piping hot takes. Just kidding. They're all mediocre, just like the dishes were in the Elimination Challenge. I'm here with two people who are certainly not mediocre. Latanya Starks, hello. hello. How are you doing on Sunday? Morning, I, afternoon. I, uh, it's morning where you are. Is it morning? It's morning in America. Um, I'm just hanging out, making tea, listening to um, Meg the Stallion. You know, like what kind of tea did you make? Things. Um, well, my friend has. Gosh, it's going to sound so bougie. My friend has an artisanal tea shop. Of course, who amongst us does not have a friend with an artisanal tea shop? And so I don't. Really, I can't remember the name of this one. I think this is the Harmonium blend. What? What's bougier, your collection of teas or <laughs> Kurt Clark's collection of jams? It's definitely Kurt. Kurt, what do you have to say about that? I've only got like two, I got one at one and a half bougie jams. That's a lot of bougie jams. There's the, the spicy raisin one and then like the peach maple one or whatever it is peach brown but, sugar but there's more coming because don't you have a subscription service to jams no 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 no. i don't it jam was box jam box yeah <laughs> uh no i no. it just happened jam session. Last... okay um if any investors want to call me mm-hmm. and use the name jam session for a jam Ooh. subscription Ooh. box i'm welcome to license that out I think we need to be the investors and just make this. We clearly have someone with an acumen for jams, so we should just put them to work. I'm good at eating them. I'm not so good at designing them, but I'm good at I'm good at thinking of ones I'm looking for that don't exist. Like I wonder mm-hmm. if there's a blank because I could really go okay. through that now. There is this lady at my grandmother's church who every year, um, for their bazaar, makes the most insane types of jam. Like carrot cake jam. Oh. Other jams that are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> that one just sticks out to me. Let me give you one example. Let me give you one example and then forget all of them. Like, Do you make like, a bunch with pineapple? And that's very much up my alley. Like I think once in a blue moon I find a blackberry peach. A blue peach, moon jam? A black mm-hmm. a blackberry peach jam. Which is I've I've had blackberry peach pies. 
I just I have it. I have blackberry peach pie cane sugar. Um, I don't have blackberry. That seems like a very specific ingredient. Yeah, I've got. Yes, yes, you're right. It is. I've got got, uh, chocolate cinnamon cane sugar. I've got vanilla bean cane sugar. I've got a all the berries cane sugar. And then I've got the blackberry peach pie cane sugar. And how do you apply these cane sugars and what do you apply them to? Uh, I will. Don't answer that. I will put them in my coffee. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, and was chatting with my cousin over the weekend and he suggested you could also use it to rim the glass of a martini or a small oh, I'm cocktail. sure you could rim. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. Cocktail. That sounds good. Uh, so top chef, huh? It's, it's your fault. You came waltzing in here with this hat. Oh, yeah. For those who are uh, not the $100,000 patrons, I'm wearing a hat and glasses in honor of Tom Colicchio's smashing look at the uh, elimination table. Just far too sexy, that Tom Colicchio. Oh, like, the fashion on this season is just so incredibly heightened. It's fantastic. Is Everyone, it like the Portlandness of it? It must be. But but also Kwame with the like the the green glasses going with like the neon green that he was wearing, Padma's boots for the quick fire. I just there are just so many things. I I want to be one of those people who finds out like what brands all of these people are wearing so we can have a like true fashion corner. May I submit Melissa's overalls into this conversation? You can submit anything about uh, Melissa you'd like. Like, I'm, like, she, oh, she's so striking to me. I just, I think I'm in love with her. She's one of those people that I, that I just think that I fell in love with during the, her season of Top Chef. And there's mm-hmm. nothing that I can do about it. Um, the end of that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I need to start, like, I need to start paying more attention. Like, it just, his hat struck me, but I kind of tuned out to the rest of the sartorial choices. Um, so I will, I, I will vow to do a better job for the next episode. That's all we need is your I vow. can't. I can't wait for the section in your notes next week. Like, what did everyone wear? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a bi- I am a big Project Runway fan. Um, but I think it's just like I can focus on one creative choice at a time. And I've, been focusing, <laughs> I've been focusing on the food. That's, you know what? I think that's a fair excuse. That's fair, actually. And yeah. So. And, and Project Runway, in my humble opinion, is not good anymore now that there's no Heidi and Tim. But that's just me. I I wouldn't say that at dinner with the Kushners. I, I haven't watched reference. it since like high school, the- and I was very into it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there was a I can't remember which contestant it was in the in the previous season, but called out one of the judges for being friends with the Kushners. No, um, to being no, married to a married Kushner. to one of them. He's, he was oh. like, "What about your dinner with?" I did. She, did he say Ivanka? Even like, no, or he was said it to dinner Kushner? with the Kushners. You called out the full family. And her face. <laughs> wow! Yeah, it was great. But I'm sure sorry. I'm on Team Taylor Swift in the you know <clears throat> Taylor Carly battle. I'm not saying they're. I'm sure they're married and friends. <laughs> so I wasn't <laughs> mistaken. Well, um, yeah. I mean, I not all of us had Ivanka at our wedding. So that's true. No, thank God. So top anyway, chef. so top chef. <laughs> Quick, fire, fire, Campbell's soup, Campbell's soup. Okay. Was, 
do you, was Padma correct in saying that nearly everybody has Campbell's soup in their pantry? I th- I think that might be correct, even yeah. if you accidentally bought it like four years ago and it's just still there because you can't bear to throw it out. Um, I will say this rang true that my my parents had a couple dishes that um, wholly depended on a can of Campbell's mushroom soup. And when I was young, it was unsettling as an adult. It's unsettling, but I miss it. Oh, okay. It was like a mushroom, a mushroom sauce. And you can either put pork chops in it, my least favorite, mm-hmm. uh, chicken or shrimp. And it was just like over pasta. Uh, yep. Now that you think about it, it's like, huh? Okay. Yeah. That sounds very comforting though. It was, that was, I think the same, I think. Our parents must have gone to the same home at class because I think it was the it was the pork chops, the cream of mushroom soup, the like um, egg noodles, uh, just kind of all sautéed together. And uh, like the, the I have Campbell's chunky soups in my uh, in my pantry uh, with the soup that is as good as a meal. Uh, so you've got like the clam chowders and the jambalayas. I don't I don't really do much of the. Yeah, I can't bring myself to eat something. <laughs> That features shelf-stable meat. So the Campbell's chicken soup, I just cannot, cannot do. Can't do it? Uh-uh. See, that I was the only that. thing that we did with soup in our house. Is that, no, is that we just had it. Because my grandmother was is a very good cook. Uh, and so she was one of those people who like made three meals a day for her kids. And just did all of her sauces and stuff from scratch and built all her flavor from scratch. And so we'd only see, we, there was always Campbell's around, but we would only see it when we were sick. Um, so it has that comforting thing for me still, because I remember like being sick all the time as a kid and like getting Campbell's soup. Um, but other than that, no, it wasn't like a thing that we cooked with. Like, I don't think my grandmother ever, literally ever made a casserole in her entire life. Which is something that that really lends to. So, yeah, I think I've just done the. I've, I've not even used it. I think again, just that one. This literally that singular pork chop dish. I'm not a fan of tomato soup. Um, but uh, yeah, was it? Yeah, was there, was cream of chicken? But there was a cream of chicken one on There's the, a cream the of challenge, chicken. right? Because I, th- I think most people yeah. did mushrooms and tomato. Yeah. I think one is, person yeah. uh, did a cream of chicken. Yeah, my, one of my dad's favorite weekend lunches was like a can of Campbell's tomato soup with a grilled cheese. So I was, Classic. I was, I was thrilled with Chris's simplicity to go for a grilled cheese pansanelle with tomato soup vinaigrette. Um, there's a reason he won it. I feel like a lot of times with the Top Chef, they really try and be like. I'm going in a completely different direction. Like sometimes the classic things are classic for a reason, mm-hmm. and he just heightened it. When I, I, I love the boldness to go so simple and so not expected, but expected kind of thing. Especially, it was given we got to learn a little bit more about his family. We he was at the bottom last week, so I think he kind of took it as an opportunity to turn things around. There was a lot because. There was the first time I watched this, I kind of completely missed the elements of the chefs talking about how this does tie to a memory. 
And I, I got done watching after I was taking notes. I was like, did they even go into that? But then the second watch through, like, oh, no, actually, you know, nearly everybody mm-hmm. tied it to something. Yeah. Um, I think I was I, I enjoyed most, I think, Maria's uh, dish in terms of that, the, you know, this is what, you know, won my wife over uh, in terms yeah, of. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah. So. Um, but, but I love the little packages that they are all getting. I was just terrified that they were going to be sending those people home. <laughs> I was very worried for our buddy Gabe at the beginning of this. Episode. Oh yes! Oh my gosh the the FaceTime with the child Ugh. and the kid saying, "Have you won yet, Daddy? Have you won yet?" And he's like, "No, not yet." I'm like, "He might not win. What if he doesn't win? What are you doing?" Uh, Gabe, poor child. <laughs> Gabe made cod braised in charred cabbage with a spicy sofrito and charred fennel citrus onion salad. Kurt, we already know you're not going to want this one. With the, for several reasons. For the fish <laughs> and for the fennel. So, Latanya, what are you thinking about this one? Okay, so parts of it are sound good to me. The charred cabbage part just sounds like something that would make me explode. So, <laughs> I would probably stay away. But, like, spicy sofrito... All of that, like I'm good with fennel because I'm not, um, I'm not a fascist. So <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, so part, like if if the cabbage was gone, I think I would be okay with this dish. It's just I have to avoid things that are gonna make me take more antacids because I'm old. That's I, fair. And here's the thing: is like I'm actually I, the times I've had cooked fennel. I've been okay with it. It has it loses that uh, licoricey uh, mm. flavor to it. So I, I think I, I'd be interested in trying the charred fennel citrus onion salad. But yeah, the, the, between the, the cob and the cabbage, I'm like, eh, this doesn't sound great. But it, he was on the top though. Yeah. So. I will say a, a lot of these like cream based dishes does get my stomach turning just to scooch. Um, but I did start taking a probiotic a few months ago. Now I can eat all the things I used to eat. <laughs> wow. Uh, we'll have to just discuss which probiotic that is off the air. because It was life-changing, honestly. Now I can eat spicy chickens and be just fine afterwards. Oh, I, I can eat Indian food again. Uh, oh, life is good. Uh, Shoda, um, he made a cream of mushroom shawan mushi with crab salad. Um, I love... Shoda's boldness to lie right to Padma's face. When he, she's like, is this a little loose? And he's like, I like mine a little loose. And then in confessional, he's like, no, no, I don't. I lied. There was a little bit of Padma's side eye there, which was fun. Yeah. She yeah. was like, she continued to, she's, she's looking at him like, I, I, I'm watching what you're doing, Shoda. Yeah, she knows you're lying. Padma knows whenever anyone is like bluffing about their food. She's been at this way out. too long to like yeah. believe anyone's BS. Yeah. Plus, I just—I don't think she has time for BS. She does you know not. I mean? Do you know how long it probably took her to get into those boots? <laughs> Don made a chicken and rice fritter with cream of mushroom and garlic sauce. Oh, this is fine. It just yeah, it's not what I would have ordered. It's a fritter, you know, which is you always like to see fritter on a menu, um, but it does seem kind of just run of the mill. Landish, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how I felt. Like it was, it was simple. Um, like both Don and Chris went simple, but Chris had like an elevated simple where Don's just wasn't. I don't know, just wasn't what I would 
I would pick. Um, I did love the idea of Jamie's Vietnamese shrimp tomato soup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want shrimp in every single dish. Yeah, give me some of them shrimpies. Um, it's yeah, it looks great too. Um, the shrimp look. All of the produce on the, in this episode, not produce. Sorry, all of the proteins in this episode look so fantastic before they cook them. I will just say, mm-hmm. but like in this particular dish, I thought that the shrimp were really beautiful in the presentation. Uh, Sarah made a top dish with smoked mushroom stroganoff with spetzel. Uh, stroganoff weirds me out. I think it's just one of those things where I don't particularly love egg noodles. I uh, don't know why. I have no reason not to. Um, but this, this was good. I, and one, I loved I loved her making spetzel. Yeah, this one looked so the closest to how I'm used to seeing a cream of mushroom noodle dish prepared mm-hmm. uh, using Campbell. So I, w- I was intrigued by this. I uh, can't say I've had a spetzel before, but it, it does sound good. So <clears throat> it sounds really comforting. With and the it was less fried dough, I'm probably yeah. in for it. Okay. Yeah, well, that, that makes sense then. I think the, the, the most recent time I had spetzel, it was like desserty. It was kind of, it was like, oh, like, like a, like a um, uh, funnel cake almost? A little bit. I think it was like dusted in, in powdered sugar and cinnamon. Mm, I want to say, if I remember correctly. Um, Byron made every day's Thanksgiving poached chicken cream of mushroom bread pudding with mirepoix and sage vinaigrette. This is not really what my Thanksgiving looks like, but have at her, buddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm simultaneously repulsed and intrigued by cream of mushroom bread pudding as a concept. Uh, don't sign me up for cream of mushroom bread, I bread would, pudding, please. I would, I would, tr- I would want. I'm curious. I would want to try it. The the it might need some branding. Might need a bread little pudding bit of creeps me out. I like bread really? pudding. It's just I don't I, I I can't do mushy textures, and I find that um, more often than not, bread pudding runs mushy. It it definitely does from my experience as well. I think it's the idea of a savory bread pudding that kind of throws me off. Yes, it, that's it, exactly what it is to me. Yeah, but I would, I, would, I'm, I would want to try it. I'm curious. Um, yeah, some people I guess have poached chicken on Thanksgiving, so that's nice for them. I love turkey. Listen, I love it. Um, I know it's not everybody's jam, but what else could I just slather in cranberry sauce and call dinner? Literally anything. That's fair. I could probably <laughs> slather cranberry sauce in anything. Yeah, something for me to consider down the mm-hmm. line. Um, Nelson was in the bottom with his seared pod with applewood smoked bacon and tomato ginger sauce. This sounds pretty tasty, actually. Oh, Nelson. Oh. What, what was our issue with his dish? Huh. I'm trying to remember. Um, I remember more oh, about... Overcooked. His fish was overcooked. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I remember more about the issues with the uh, with the elimination dish, but um, you hear. I was not like, a great I guess this is Nelson and Kiki. Well, that's the thing. Is like Nelson's kind of now suddenly coming out of nowhere, but unfortunately, it's like to be on the bottom. Like we haven't had a lot yeah. of him in the edit so far, and this week it wasn't that great. So, um, hoping that uh, it's not a trend of things to come. Avishar yeah. made a chicken toast masala. Sounds tasty, tasty, good. Yeah, I didn't know this story about the, um, was it that the, there was a chicken masala, but the chicken, was it the chicken tikka masala? They, he, was someone added tomato soup 
to the dish this yeah. kind of from, it, from the history uh, tale that he was telling um, I, I i did know that it was like a london created dish but i didn't realize why it was a tandoori chicken tandoori. That, okay yeah that was changed into a masala and the the reason is colonialism uh, let's just be honest. Like, of course, this happened in Great Britain. He's just like, <laughs> this food is too dry. Send it back and put some sauce on it. Sauce. Uh, I need. I need a sauce of a, of a certain color, maybe brown, if you have it. Um, Kiki made Swiss chard gratin with cream of mushroom soup and herb salad with peppers. Mm, I hate Swiss chard. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. She wanted collard greens, right? But I also don't, those are my least favorite are the greens. Why doesn't the pantry have collard greens? Yeah. It's a great question. Or uh, really any greens. Maybe they don't have like mustards or anything like that either. Hmm. I wonder if they, re- I mean, I wonder if the, 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 this is something we can uh, ask your know, future guests. I wonder if the, what, if the kitchen inventory changes from episode to episode in terms of like sh- chefs pointing out if there's the ability for the chefs to, to influence right. what might be there in future uh-huh. future uh, challenges like and we had a lot of people asking for you know x and the, let's let's make sure we have it next week or in a couple of weeks time i did hear gail on um danny pellegrino's everything iconic uh, podcast a couple of weeks ago and she did say that every about three days they have to basically like clear out the whole pantry and you know especially of like the the fresher goods and uh it was all donated to uh portland food banks i didn't even think about that like in terms of i mean yeah this is the same cheese that was there three weeks ago do i really want yeah. to use this sort of thing um no that makes complete sense you would want them to have like the, the and it's a, probably a fine line between having a range of things and not overstocking and wasting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like they're at least approaching the waste part by um looking at how it can be donated for good good cause yeah, the behind the scenes, how they actually set up the show, the show's production is fascinating to me. And I would definitely like to know more about it. Um, we we talked about Chris's dish. Maria made a cabbage salad with poached egg and tomato soup vinaigrette. Um, I would probably marry Maria for that, too. Mm-mm. It was the cabbage big... is getting you. Yeah. <laughs> the, and, and it was another big serving. I think we're learning from Maria <laughs> that she cannot like do small. Like if there's an amuse bouche challenge, I'm very curious to see how that bouche will Marie- be amuse. <laughs> yeah, like uh, un bouche grands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, giant bouche. Uh, uh, so yeah, this there is not a lot here that appealed to me in terms of just the description. Um, yeah, the tomato soup, the poached are egg, you, the Are you like salad. Guy Fieri that you're out on eggs? Um, <laughs> ye, I'm not a huge egg as ingredient fan, like cob salads, even like omelets. There's sometimes I'll have like a bad reaction to eggs. Not oh. like, not okay. only like when they're a part, when they're a part of the dish, not like when they're a ingredient in like, say, you know, cake, um, or, or something, but I'll often have to get like an egg white omelet or, uh, or something like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of typically a fan of just eggs for eggs sake. Oh. I don't I, I don't like hard boiled eggs. They creep me out. Right. Really? Um <laughs> I can eat an omelet, but I can't eat scrambled eggs. 
don't know why they're the same thing. Mm. Um, and if I'm presented with a fried egg, I will eat the yolk and skip the white because the white is bullshit. Wow. I'm kind of the same way with scrambled eggs in terms of not being a huge, to, to, I can do it. Like I said, I can do an omelet. Um, if I get the, if I get no egg yolk, um, but yeah, yeah. Scrambled eggs don't do it. Scrambled eggs don't do it for me. Sometimes Ethan will make a scotch egg and I want to die. Oh, God. That, that sounds awful. Um, I, I can't, I'm working on it because I want to be more of a foodie, but I have trouble with runny yolks. So like I, it's always been a problem for me since I was a kid. And now I realize that it's more of a sauce kind of thing than anything else. But there's something, there's a barrier for me that I need to get over. And I, when I do have a poached egg, which is very rare, I ask for it to be poached all the way through. And if they do that incorrectly, it's just a hard boiled egg. So. <laughs> it's just in like a different little package. There was a, a bag. I can't remember what what dish it was. Um, um, some Korean dish where I made a soft boiled egg to go with the the, the proteins and the noodles. Um, that turned out really, really, really well. To be honest, mm. um, I was I was actually very pleased with how well I was able to do soft boiled eggs. So it has to be kind of in the. I have to kind of be in the right, the right mood, the right accompaniments. Blah 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 blah. Um. So that was uh, that was Maria with the with the poached egg, and our last last up, we had Gabriel, and Gabriel had the grilled fillet with roasted delicata, chanterelles, miso, madeira, and cream of mushroom pan sauce. How did this sounds, strike you? Sounds like a lot of stuff. It, you know, it, it, it does actually. You know, looking just purely at the description, I would say, uh, I don't know if there was like necessarily a need to edit, but there, it, this sounded very, between all of like the mushrooms and the miso, mm-hmm. this sounded very uh, umami mm. in terms of the flavor profile. Like, you think it'd be a little rich for you almost? Oh, no, 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 no. I think it would be perfectly rich for me. <laughs> no, it would probably actually be pretty good. Um, it just does seem like there's there are a lot of elements working here that could either work well together or not work well together. We're seeing a lot of chanterelles this season too. Mm. This, that's another one of those top chanterelle. Top chanterelles. <laughs> um, is there a time when they are not in season? Is is that is it because it's chanterelle time when they're filming the show? I don't know, uh, but we do, we did hear that Gabriel like. If he wasn't on lockdown, he would like be out, you know, foraging for mushrooms. Foraging so. mushrooms. Not something I'd expect from Gabriel. He's 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 growing more facets as we go from episode to episode. Is he? he? I think he is. He he's been he's. Been, why do I have to defend him? It's more of a darker shade <laughs> of cream than like milk toast now. Go on, Tom. Defend your chef. I'm saying he he just seemed a little bit bland the first week, but between and the second, and then the third, <laughs> and then maybe even a little bit this week. I hate you all. <laughs> Gabriel's gonna hate us too. Gabriel, yeah, no. we know you're fine. Okay, yeah, so it's the edit. It's I'm, the edit. We know I'm sure of it. We I know, know I was, that you're probably a fine, upstanding guy who is an ally to all. And if I you want to go hunting mushrooms together, then like let's, let's do go. it. Let's I go. Was, I loved the partnership between him and Dawn in the second episode. 
this episode, I actually jumping ahead to the elimination challenge. I liked the, you know, we talked about the simplicity of Chris's uh, grilled cheese and tomato uh, panzanella. Mm-hmm. I liked the simplicity of like, yo, I'm just going to showcase these oysters using these fruits. I thought it was a interesting risk he took. And then it was also kind of cool to see him psyched about it. So. So let's let's talk about this elimination <laughs> challenge. I loved it personally. I love yeah. whenever they go on a field trip. Um, I, I, I think I think Portland's a great place to visit in the time they're filming about fall. Um, Portland and Niagara are in a very similar lat- latitude. Um, both great places for growing soft fruits and or hard fruits. Um, so there's a lot a lot of harvest <laughs> going on there. Uh, so I love that they went to a fruit farm and said. Guess what? You can't cook with vegetables. Only fruit and protein, baby. Um, I loved it. I thought it. I thought this is a great way to like make the chefs get creative because a lot of them aren't cooking with fruit often. They're not pastry chefs. They don't often go in a sweet root. Um, and if they use fruit, it's as like um, you know, a grape foam or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I I, I liked um. I liked the again. This is this was I guess some some foraging you could, that that they were doing technically, uh, but the th- there was the one part where I think I think it was Nelson saying, "You know, I've got some apples and some pears, I'm looking for some peaches," and it almost made it seem like they're just reaching to a tree and they don't know what kind of fruit they're going to pull back. Yeah, like I didn't necessarily get the picture. Like I'm looking like there wasn't a. Um, it, it's it seemed like there was a lot of I'm just going to get what I get. I also um, don't think peaches are in season at that point. In the fall, I don't. Let me look. I thought let someone me do, had something with peaches. Peaches. What's it called? Growth fruit. Yeah, it's Sarah growth. had Sarah had peaches. peaches uh, what's it called? Like, harvest. Peaches harvest time. That's it. That's what I want. I mean, I can get peaches all year round. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy. I know. He's <laughs> a, a can opener. I'm good. You want a peach? I'll get you a peach with nail yeah. polish. <laughs> but yeah, but, it's just, at least in Niagara, peaches are in season at about August. So there you go. So maybe yeah. it's different in Portland. They have a longer peach growing season. IDK. This sounds like my nightmare, this challenge. Not necessarily because you don't get vegetables, I guess that would throw you for a loop, but because you have to run around in chef shoes and pick fruit from trees that you really don't know what are on the trees. And you're tired and you're sweaty, and then you've got to run and fast get the protein that you want. And it just it seems like a recipe for disaster. There are bees out there just like <laughs> numbing on people. No. Like I was concerned for the health of people's knees in this for sure. Yeah, I would be on the judging panel for this <laughs> challenge because it looked like they set a gorgeous table in a wonderful atmosphere. But no, not doing this. I are you allergic to bees? I don't know, and I don't want to find out. I mean, you don't, you don't need to be allergic to bees to not want to get stung by one. I'm ever, um, ever since the tragedy of Thomas J. I truly... <laughs> is that a throwback it. to that movie? It's oh, it my girl? It's my girl. The, the mood ring turned blue. Um, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> I was sobbing in theaters at that. I'm dating myself. Um, the, like, I, maybe I don't want to oversimplify it, but like, really, is like, can't you just like you walk by, you look at the ground, you see some peaches, you look up, guess what? It's a peach tree. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't know if it's like that 
difficult, but then again, I wasn't <laughs> there. You weren't um, there. Um, and I have to imagine they'd be like, and these are the peach trees and these are the plum trees. Like, at least they were probably given a layout of the land because I'm, I'd again, don't know a lot about, uh, about uh, farming and uh, orchard raising, but I'm guessing you don't just randomly say, oh, peach tree, pear tree, uh, what's up? We'll throw the plum tree there. I'm guessing they're arranged by type. Yeah, yeah, it's not like how I set up the trees on my island in Animal Crossing. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, it's exactly like Animal Crossing. Just one here, one here. Oh, yeah, 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 that one too. Aren't those two? Aren't those two plants natural like uh, 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 enemies of each other? I don't care. They look great for the aesthetic, my friends. Um, but like underreported, uh, I am growing more and more fond of plums. So I was actually interested to see some plum dishes in this mm. episode as well. Plums are a little great. soft for me to eat raw, but in a cooked dish, I can get down with. Mm. Oh. Give me any of these fruits. And I will, I will love them raw. I just love peaches, pears, plums, all of it. Yep. And of course, apples, unless they're too sour, in which case there might be tum tum issues. Quick, what's your favorite kind of apple? Honeycrisp. Honeycrisp. Oh, yep. Right answer. Right <laughs> answer. Got a bag uh, of them in my fridge. You, yeah. you fit in well with us. That's the only apple that matters. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Should we talk about the Ohioto? I mean, he's really trying to make Ohio happen. And I've been to Ohio many a time, and it's it's a decent place, but I don't think it needs to be represented in every dish. No, stop trying to make Ohio happen. It's not going to happen. You can make Ohio happen, but Ohioto, I don't think that's going to be happening. Sushi rice risotto with apple bacon and cheddar. It looked not okay. So listen, one time I ran into a serving of risotto that was quite possibly one of the worst things I've ever eaten. Mm. And 
It was kind of what like what Padma was describing Avatars was, which was mushy on the outside, but still hard on the inside. It's both um, undercooked and al dente. That's an upsetting <laughs> texture for me. Yeah, that doesn't sound ideal. I don't know if it's I mean this is this is gonna sound like sacrilege. I don't know if it needed the bacon. Um because well, thinking, they didn't either. They said it overpowered everything. Yeah, yeah. it's it's better like in terms of like I feel like I just have to defend bacon at every turn. But I You don't have to. Bacon's time has come and gone. We can love bacon, but we don't have to wear bacon t shirts anymore. I we am. don't have to do that to ourselves. I have two. We don't have to eat bacon jam. Every time, time every time I've recently Every time I renew my subscription to the Bacon of the Month Club, they send me another bacon is meat candy t shirt. So are you serious? Yeah. I'll take how many of these shirts. t-shirts do you own, Curtis? <laughs> I just, I just two. I've only just I've only two. Seen, okay, yeah. well, I can't wait for you to renew the subscription again. Yeah, and then you can send Latani one, and then yeah. you can send me one, and then we can wear them all together. We can all have them. Um, but the apple, like apple pie with cheddar on it, is a thing. So I think mm-hmm. that could have worked. Um, yeah, I learned that from Taxi Driver. The sushi rice, <laughs> but the sushi rice risotto is, I don't know. I've made decent risotto before. I don't know enough about like the rice uh, science behind it. Like, can you make risotto with any rice? Um, but it, it, it didn't sound like it worked. It did not work. And I don't know if that was a technique thing or just a, uh, an assumption that you could use sushi rice to make risotto. I'm guessing you can, otherwise you wouldn't have tried it, but this was one of the times when, when, because I wrote down, Tom's here, stop everything. Um, <laughs> this is one of the times that Tom tried to be like, eh, come on, this is dumb, don't do it to a contestant. And they were like, nah, my, my vision. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting that both the people that Tom did that to ended up in the bottom, eh? Yeah. yeah. I was very worried for my good buddy Avishar here. Yes. Very, very, very worried. He's a little inconsistent, isn't he? In terms of top, bottom, top, bottom. Um, it's like when he's good, he's great. When he's bad, he's bottom. So, mm. um, but he's Gabe, still around. So. Thank, thank gosh. Uh, Gabe, the winner of this challenge. Love this. Smoked and glazed plums and an orchard fruit jus with pork and chicken. Literally, only protein on the plate was in the jus. And he's just like, you want fruit? Here's some grilled plums. Some Enjoy, grilled my plums. friends. And they looked beautiful. Oh, so good. They oh, look so good. I, I so this is this is one I really wanted to try. Um, I probably would have been just like Amar and just like lick the plate. I liked how Amar kind of looked <laughs> back at like, yep, the other guy. So it's funny is that we see Avishar and Gabe walking away. And so like some of the things I've always wondered, like, you know, do they Can they hear them? Well, I think Amar basically shouted, like, this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> But like sometimes you see them still like starting to eat it while the chefs are still at the table, and sometimes you see them like walk away and then they start eating. But here it's like we see Avishar and Gabe walking away off in the distance, and Amar leans back and takes a look to see that they're make sure they're not looking, and then he licks the plate. So he was done with the dish yeah. before, like when they not too long after they left the table. To be fair, it was like a single plum on a plate. I could down that one bite if I tried that's, real hard. That's true. I keep forgetting they're not getting like twelve full, you know. Full on dinners, yeah, yeah, unless Maria is cooking it for every, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I wonder if 
um, this season they're telling them to make like more bite-sized dishes because in, in the past, um, any leftovers, they are basically allowed to like give them to crew and crew would just like eat off the plates that have been eaten off where they can't really do that this season. Um, so they're, I wonder if they're saying like, Hey, make just little dishes to like, mm. like, let's not waste too much here. Hmm. Here. Chris made a seared scallop with peach butter, smoked and seared plums, pickled a pink pearl apples and grapes. He was in the top. Good for him. Right. Great week for Chris. Great week. For Chris. I would I would eat this and then immediately throw up because of my <laughs> scallop allergy, but I would have been I I would risk it for this. There's a lot of elements here that I just wanted to try individually, like in terms of the peach butter, the smoked and seared plums, the pickled pearl apples and grapes. There were just so many components here that intrigued me. And so I probably would like try a little bit of each one, one at a time, and then try to get that, you know, cohesive spoonful or, or forkful that has a little bit of each element to it. This sounded really good. Yeah. Pink pearl just apples. Nom. So good. And any, I, I love scallops. So anyone who can properly sear up a scallop, please, please let me know. Do you want them to slide into your DMs? So why not? Everyone else is at this point. <laughs> I, will, uh, I, I will take free scallops if anyone has them. <laughs> <laughs> scallop of the month club. <laughs> oh, I don't like the idea of sending scallops. Scallops really bad. Hmm. <laughs> Kurt's like, can I also say that this is the first time in podcasting with you too that Haley has referred to you as Curtis, and that's how I know that shit got real for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you love to see it. You really do. I I didn't even know your full name was Curtis. I, I just, don't know it's Curtis. <laughs> I don't know your full name is Curtis. Uh, by it the is way. Curtis with two S's. Okay, uh, I, I feel is. like I did know that, but <laughs> I was just going hell. for it. Uh, Shoda meets uh, Salmon Nanbaum. Nan Bon with sour applesauce, duck fat crumbles, Man and salt. Nan Bon, Nan <laughs> Bon. Sorry, not, not Man Bon. No. Okay. Um, I would love to be covered in duck fat crumbles personally, <laughs> but they said that the salmon was not up to snuff. This was a dish that they didn't even need the salmon. Yeah, just <laughs> honestly, the sour yeah. applesauce and the duck fat crumbles. Just lots of duck fat crumble. Yum. Crispy There's, duck fat, young. Most, I think the only the only person who didn't have a protein was Byron. We can get to him in a bit, but, um, which is like so. I think you know that comment. I think makes it in, as interesting as like nobody. It said it had to be a savory dish, so I think wonder if that implied to a lot of people that it should contain a protein of some sort. But I love I love when they're like mm, no protein. F it, I can make savory with fruit. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel, we talked about, made uh, Kumamoto oysters three ways with apples, peaches, and plums. I really did love the idea of making like three different vinaigrettes with the um, the fruits. Um, I will probably never eat oysters again if I'm being honest with everyone. I developed an allergy to mussels. I'm worried it's oh, like no. going in that direction. So, and I just don't ever like oysters enough to just like again throw up after eating them. So, I'll take a pass on this one. I'll let you guys share it. Yep, well, Latani and I will split them. I will go to town on these. I love oysters so much. Um, my boss, um, actually, we went to like a Harvard, the tournament at Harvard, 
And before we could even get to the hotel, we had to stop at this place that wasn't far from the airport just so that we could get oysters. And it was glorious. Nice. I want to go to there and live there forever. I do love oyster culture. (laughs) (laughs) The band? (laughs) Blue oyster culture. Yes. (laughs) Don't fear the reaper pepper. It's a... It's uh oh god! Ooh, I like that one. Oh, that was funny. Oh gosh! Gosh, you make me laugh. Thank oh, you. Uh, made pepper pears. <laughs> I'm just easy. Uh, grilled pork, polenta, poached pear with pickled grapes. She used a lot of peas in this dish. She did. I didn't notice that as well as I was typing it out. <laughs> as in really, pepper pears, sauce, grilled pork, polenta, and poached pear with pickled grapes. Yeah, the- that's nice. <laughs> do what you can do like pur- pickled purple grapes like the the kind of it loses its steam at the end of the uh, tongue twister there mm-hmm. um pepper pear sauce i, yeah, I wasn't pear? sure what that was I, but i i would have been curious about this this is actually this is one sauce made with peppers and pears but that's just me if Shoot this it. was on the menu shot. <laughs> this is one i would have been interested in trying just based on the components as well. Yeah, definitely. I love it pear. felt like a complete dish. It's just different jams, really. So no yeah. wonder. <laughs> that, that's what, yeah, this is basically like a, uh, this was a um, reverse engineer the jam episode, technically, right? No? Yeah. yeah. Never mind. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? Um, yeah, I, so I think that, I would be interested in knowing what the consistency of the pork is with it being grilled. I, pork is probably one of my least favorite things to eat, especially pork chops. But this is an pork chop. Ugh, I I recently ate a pork chop for the first time in like five years. And I was like, this is fine. But like, again, yeah, I'm right there with you. I love pulled pork. I love anything like or like a carnitas. Basically any pork that's been like low and slow with a lot of sauce. Mm. I guess okay. I take back what I said. That is that is but, no, but like I never and then, like I'm, ribs. You know. I'm like okay with ribs, yeah. but like I'm never going into a restaurant ordering a pork chop. I'm never no. ordering ribs. Like it's just... I like pork loin. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's huh. reasonable. I don't know that um, I've had a great pork loin. That's the thing. So I, I don't even know if I would want the protein on this dish either. Mm. You just want poached pear. Wait, I just want the jams. That's just. I think that's fair. (laughs) Uh, Sarah made grilled shrimp with quinoa, apples, plums, and peaches. Um, Sure. Honestly, skip the quinoa and give me everything else. Yeah. I don't mind quinoa. I I, I take this as is it, but there's yeah, there's nothing, and and it's it's it doesn't give a the fact that like it doesn't have give give a description as to like the preparation, it doesn't sound as, as sexy as it looked in terms of the, the, the I feel of it. That's a thing. I feel. I feel? Yeah. I feel, I feel you should never say that, that again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could have said aesthetic, how it looked aesthetically. We love you, Kurt. Have we told you that lately? We love you, Curtis. <laughs> Don't leave. Don't leave us. So mad right now. You You look even more like Tom. Speaking of the I feel, I feel offended. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, Byron Maidfield's pasta with tarragon apple pear with apple and peanut reduction with blue cheese and pickled grapes. It sounds real nice. It felt like he was trying to redeem himself from the great pasta debacle of two weeks ago. Well, he didn't make that. That was all Chris that made the pasta. But he, he was, was still, there. it was, he was, he was still around it. <laughs> he was around it. Yeah. He was in the vicinity of the pasta yeah, emergency. Think of it, it was not him. And, and this was the one where I was like, this one didn't, it did look like it had a, a protein. Like there was no like, yeah. like, like seafood or meat or fowl or what have you. I just, and I feel nice yeah, about Pinot Noir. Yeah. Pinot Noir again, <laughs> yes. We're in Oregon, baby. See, I'm wondering, it's like, I know we did our draft last week. Uh, I oh, just we didn't didn't do the draft. But to do, to do, but to like mirror the like, is there a way we can mirror the Big Brother stock watch and do like an ingredient watch? Like, I'm like betting on which ingredients are going to make an appearance in the next oh. week. Like, oh. I would I would like buy stock in chanterelles and I'll, uh, I'll buy stock in yogurt. Pinot Noir. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll give sure. I'll give some thought to this to see how we uh, how this could get pulled off. Please do. Yeah, so that sounds interesting, but also something I'm not willing to dedicate brain space to. <laughs> I'll make it as turnkey as possible. Here. You're the best. I don't know what I'd do without you. <laughs> you. You just serve everything to a platter on me, and it just makes my job so much easier as the local idiot. Uh, Kiki, oh my God. <laughs> Kiki's losing dish was an apple glazed uh, fried chicken grilled and pickled peaches with creamy polenta. Listen, sounds nice in in theory, but. Kiki, the oh, poor woman. Kiki. I knew she was going home. Ten raw chickens. Ten. Ten of them. She served ten raw chickens. How are you, all, of the chi- all of the chicken is raw. Every oh. single every single plate is just salmonella city. I'm it it broke my tiny heart. I felt and she's on my team. <sighs> very it sad. Was, it was no, very Kiki's, sad. She Kiki's on Haley's team. Is she? Is she? Yes. Huh. Did I note incorrectly? Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I also <laughs> thought Kiki was on your team. <laughs> <laughs> if you check the tab in the... Uh... Oh, God. Yeah, you're, you're right. There's a tab. Well, never mind. But I still felt gutted yes. about this. Because it did, like, the when they showed the dish, it looked amazing. Um, it looks really, really good. I would order yeah. that on a menu. Yes, it looks so good. And I was like, yes, sign me up for this. And then when we started to get some, like, this is a raw chicken from the judges, I was like, oh, God, there's no way that she's not going home. Like, yeah. You can't make any bigger mistake than serving these judges raw chicken. The moment she said, I'm just going to let it finish cooking on the plate, I'm like, what? I, I know that's a thing. But I would have been like, yeah, and they'd ask her several times, did you try this or did you? And she would think I tested it. But I think the testing that we saw was her putting the thermometer in. Although she did also reference at some point that both her, I think her and Byron um, had, it sounded like tried it and it was fine. But she said that they cooked it in two batches. Two batches, and, yeah. Um, so I don't know what ended up happening there. Um, there wasn't enough time for her to cook that chicken in that apparatus that she had to cook the chicken. And Tom tried to tell her that that wasn't going to work out. Yeah, this is this was the other yeah that other instance of the uh, uh, the Tom giving a preview of, of or giving feedback to a contestant and us seeing the contestant in a confessional kind of acknowledge the feedback, but but opting to go another way. Yeah. Uh, so 
that was a little bit. I was like, ugh, ugh, no bueno. Don't go into the light, Kiki. Well, we'll get to it. She hasn't, but we'll yeah, get to that. That's true. Um, uh, Nelson made a, a seared scallop with apple bernays, apple shallot relish, and saute pears. Um, he was also on the bottom. It seemed like the judge's biggest issue with this was that he didn't cook the scallop well and that it was just too heavy-handed with everything else. This was like the rosemary, I think, was it was like dominating the dish here. Because uh, um, okay. everything here sounds good in theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is what Padma said that, you know, she couldn't finish it. It just wasn't good. Um, and it did sound like, like last week, it seemed like it was, you know, three good body, three dishes that just unfortunately there were small things that blended in the bottom. Here between uh, Avishar, Kiki, and Nelson, it sounded like, you know, the judges said they all made dishes that could very well send them home. Mm-hmm. Like it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a splitting hair sort of thing. It was like, these weren't good. Just yeah. there were there were some fundamental issues. The meatiest of the ochres. Yes, really. exactly. <laughs> uh, John made caramelized apple risotto with herbs and apple glazed duck with Macintosh apple, olive oil puree. Sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember they, uh, some of the judges were very impressed by like I wouldn't have thought to like blend apples and olive oil together, but a, yeah. apparently that that ended up going really well and like the. Um, if I saw this on the menu, I'm sure like the my my uh, inner dessert loving child uh, would have seen caramel apple risotto and be like, oh, interesting, slightly different than caramelized apple risotto. Different, yeah. Um, but I've been like, oh, caramel apple risotto, let's try that. Uh, and then the but the, the apple glazed duck. This was definitely an apple dish, although it's potentially using the uh, uh, trashiest of the apples, the Macintosh. Aww. <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> Poor Apple. Poor Macintosh Apple. Granny Smiths are the worst ones. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> Trash I, apples. Yeah, travels. I, uh, this dish sounded fantastic, and it got Richard to say that he learned something, uh, which is, you the know. First time in 18 seasons. <laughs> <laughs> he learned some other stuff, too. His hair is way different now. God, I always love Richard. I just can't help myself. <laughs> um, Maria made albondigas secas, braised in grape juice, red wine with plum and bonito sauce. Um, Maria had a great moment this episode when she shaded the judges for not being allowed to use peppers. Yeah. Well, once you took all my chilies away from me, I had to go something do something different. I loved. I loved it. So give good. the judges s, my friend. I'm liking Maria more and more as the episodes go by. Like I, I did not her. like I did not like her to begin with, but she's just really like yeah. blossoming as as one would say maybe. I've always loved her. I love the way she calls everyone hun. It, it's just so endearing, I think. Um and she is just like unapologetically herself, which is wonderful to see. And that's that's the episode, my friends. We lose Kiki to the last chance kitchen. Um, and I'm sad to see her go, but I just didn't really see any other avenue at the end of this episode. No. Yeah. The, and there was, there was the moment during judges table where, um, you know, she, I actually, I liked her responses to everything. Like when they, when they said like every piece of chicken was undercooked or raw, she was like, I just, there was something really touching about her response of my heart sinks to hear you say that. Yeah. You know, like her responses were very 
I think thoughtful and measured. And um, I don't know. She she just there was just something just delightful about her. I'm sad to see her go. And uh, at the same time, the moment the chicken was raw, and she's like, obvious. She's like, obviously, if I had realized it was raw, I wouldn't have served it to you. And and the judges kind of acknowledge. They were like, no, no one ever intends to serve raw yeah, chicken to anyone, exactly. which. I thought was good because they could have just continued to pile on at that point. But once you're right, she expressed herself in the way that she did. And it was so thoughtful and kind of heartbreaking. Honestly, they eased up, but there's, you can't serve these judges raw chicken and have every single one of them. Maybe if one of the dishes was had raw chicken, she could have gotten away with it. But if every single dish is raw, yeah. This is one of those instances where if she hadn't gotten the chicken to the plate, if she just served grilled and pickled peaches with creamy polenta, um, mm. she, she might have stayed. Still, she may yeah. have still been in the bottom, but she might have stayed because they, yeah. they would have said, because we've seen this before. It's like the thing that didn't make it to the plate is unfortunate, but what was on the plate was good. Um, right. It just wasn't as multidimensional as it could have been. Um, but then yeah, the, the flip side of it, you know, Gabe's dish, the winner, looked amazing. I think they were really complimenting his his sauce work, and I like he's kind of got on this mission to show that you know food from Mexico isn't constrained by you know preconceived notions. Um, so looking more you know forward to seeing you know what he can bring to the table. And uh, uh, Latanya, I think you you have a good draft pick in Gabe. I think. Yeah, I'm pretty excited actually about my draft picks after this episode. Yeah. So did the two of you watch Last Chance Kitchen? No, hear me out. Unlike last week. (laughs) This one's not my fault. Last week, my fault. This week, not my fault. At the end of every single episode, my friends at Food Network Canada, when they say, like, check out Last Chance Kitchen, like, in big letters, they go, like, now on foodnetwork.ca. Guess what? Not a single episode of Last Chance Kitchen is up on foodnetwork.ca, unless I haven't found it which I don't think it's true because I'm pretty good at Google searching. So it's on the Bravo I, website. I can't watch it on you the Bravo website. can't watch it. Oh, because no, I'm Canadian. They say this is not available in your region. I go, you need a VPN. I have one, but it's on Ethan's computer and he was using his computer to watch Lost, so I couldn't watch Lost <laughs> To be fair to me. Um, Lost so, Chance Kitchen. So I slid into Food Network Canvas mentions and asked, hey guys, like, Where's Last Chance Kitchen? Like, I'd love to watch it. Um, waiting for their response. Hopefully, they'll tweet me back. MTV Canada's <laughs> really good at tweeting me back. Let's see if Food Network Canada will. Mm. So, I didn't watch it. Tell me everything. Did, well, did you watch it, Latanya? I did. Okay. So, this episode, they are definitely getting back to, you know, confront that issue that uh, sent you home. And so they had to create a dish using a raw protein, uh, but they weren't told that ahead of time. Like this is, it was Mm -hmm. Kiki and Sasha together. And they were basically showed a bunch of different proteins like scallops and yellowtail and uh, other proteins. Probably shrimp. I want to say there was probably. Um, The, but the thing is, they weren't told ahead of time that they had to, they were going to be cooking raw dishes. So they each picked the protein. Kiki picked scallops. Sasha picked yellowtail. And then they were told that they had to basically make a dish using that the raw version of that protein. Um, and Kiki 
made scallops of Ishe with peppered relish and tamarind. Rosasha made citrus marinated yellowtail and avocado puree with Calabrian chili oil. And we saw that Kiki beat Sasha. Yeah. So, so I, I was, I was kind of just telling myself the story of Sasha battling her way back in. Um, but uh, I guess, you know, technically she had just won, you know, two previous challenges and mm-hmm. uh, not enough of a streak to stop, stop Kiki. Who, from all out, outer looks at how she was doing during this challenge, looked like she was just falling apart. Like she was just running around the kitchen, dropping stuff completely. Because I'm, I'm sure the setup of Last Chance Kitchen is quite different than that uh, that they're used to working in. Plus, you know, Kiki really, really wanted to redeem herself av- after having served all of those judges raw chicken. Um, so th- I felt like her heart was in this a lot more uh, than Sasha's, whereas Sasha definitely just wanted to win because I think Sasha loves to win. I think she's a, a competitor. And we saw it sounded like Sasha kind of hit her stride in terms of the format of Last Chance Kitchen versus like the main competition. Uh, so, so yeah, um, we've we've still got we've still got Kiki. And this also this also solves the problem of if Sasha comes back, who wins the draft? Uh, now, it matter. Uh, yeah. so typically we've seen somebody come back. What when there's maybe ten people left? Like there's kind of ends up you, the last few seasons there have been two re-entries from Last Chance Kitchen. So yeah. Um. So I'm guessing if Kiki can last, maybe you know. At least, uh, you know, two more episodes, we may see her back in the competition. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Kiki come back. And I think that for her, because at the beginning of the show, there were a lot of the chefs that were expressing that they didn't feel like they were cooking their food. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's a, there's a comfortability level with being able to do that, that people are just starting to ease into. I feel like if Kiki could come to that level of comfort in Last Chance Kitchen, she could come back and be a really formidable opponent for all of those chef testants that are left. That's that's what I want to happen. I unless of course someone on my team gets eliminated, in which case I'm sorry, Kiki. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> but I am also competitive. I'm gonna put Haley put you in a tough spot. Who from your team would you like to see Kiki beat to come back in the competition? Byron. Okay. I'm just like really like my heart is full for Abishar and Jamie. And I like Byron. We just haven't gotten a lot from Byron. Yeah. Um, so I if I had to pick, that's who I would pick. Okay. Mm. The way you yeah. set it up, it makes it look like I chose Byron first, but that's not the case, right? Like what's happening? You did not you did not choose Byron first. Cool. I believe you picked Avishar. Yeah. And, uh, and then Jamie, then Byron, then Kiki. Yes, I think so. Well, should we talk about what we've been eating or making this week? That sounds reasonable. That sounds yeah. Reasonable. Kurt, what you got for yeah. us? Um, I think I'd mentioned last weekend that I placed an order from goldbelly.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of their things arrived. One is a, a homemade grinder kit. Um, that has like like three, the app yes like the app but no there's like the sandwich like the hoagies and grinders. A sandwich you, oh it's like the app it's like you, you don't heard of grinders uh-uh. 
They're like hoagies or subs. Hoagies and grinders. grinders. Hoagies, hoagies and grinders. grinders. <laughs> navy beans. Navy, navy beans. Navy beans. What? Is that? I, may have, I may have. I may have uh, listened to that song this week, Tanya, because I could not get. The moment the grinders got delivered, I had Lunch Lady Land stuck in my head. You've not heard the Adam Sandler song Lunch Lady Land? No. <laughs> I'm telling you more than any other podcast. This needs to be done live so that people can see the faces. It's fantastic. When it's I Google grinders, all that comes up is like meat grinders, home, home hardware type stores, or like weed grinders. Google grinder and sandwich. Yeah, Don't Google grinder. Google grinder. Well, I just wanted to Google yeah, grinders. Sure, for yeah, make fun. sure you put the e in there, of course. Grinder. What do you mean? Oh, it does that. <laughs> Grinders food, like what? Like what is that? So I got a kit of like these, like eight. <laughs> it makes like eight, uh, eight-inch grinders of like there's like three kinds of meat and a couple kinds of cheese and uh, four kinds of because there's like taco, like you there's like heated taco meat on there, a couple sauces. Uh, it's pretty tasty. And then I'm the, sorry, uh, what? Like what it is? What is this? Just like the kitchen sink of sandwiches? Well, this particular Italian, one is. Okay. I'm going to the Food and Wine magazine recipe for Italian grinders with garlic aioli. Said <laughs> so no one ever. Uh, <laughs> truly perplexed. The grinder, like, check more like, like, it's more like Subway level than, you don't typically see, like, high-end Food and Wine grinders. It's just okay, like... Okay, well then, I'll type in low-end grinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, then you're just gonna get tender. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so I got this grinder kit in the mail, and I got a burnt-end sandwich kit in the mail as well. Ten uh, best grinder sandwich recipes. I love yeah. this. It's like a whole new world for you, Ariel. A whole new world. <laughs> a new fantastic type of sandwich. A hoagie, a hoagie new world. Um, <laughs> the, I've never called a sandwich a hoagie. either. like, let's just... I probably heard hoagies back when I was living in Pennsylvania. I thought like um, hoagie was like a specific type of sandwich. It's a, it is, and it's a it more it's more Midwestern than it is anything else. There, there's a ton of hoagies in Chicago, but not as many grinders. And then the the Burton sandwich kit was good. And then today I ordered first. I rarely get breakfast, but I got a. Uh, a Spanish scramble. So it was like avocado, Swiss cheese, corned beef hash. Um, I can't remember everything that was in it, but then it was like the oh, green peppers. It was, and it was topped with, um, I got two eggs sunny side up, uh, which is like something that for some reason, those don't seem to impact me as much. Uh, mm. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of uh yeah. I've, oh, and I got a, um, a, a a deep dish pizza for dinner on Friday, which was quite tasty from a local place. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it's been kind of a low key week. I'm like slowly making my way through these different sandwich kits I got because they, you know, go bad after like a week and a half and there's a ton of them. So. Okay. You're, making a lot of sand- You're going to be listening to that song constantly now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I found a recipe for a grinder sandwich on Livestrong.com for some reason. <laughs> yeah, the best source. How I mean, it you? sounds like a great sandwich. How about you, Latanya? Um, <laughs> well, no grinders. Any other type of sandwich I've never heard of before? 
feel like an idiot. Like, how have I not heard of this thing? Because it it's more American, right? Than mm-hmm. you guys love your sandwiches there. We love our Sammies. No, I did have I had a pretty good sandwich yesterday um, from a place that whose name I can't remember. Sorry, um, but it it was just like some all of the products were Boar's Head, and they had mm-hmm. some really interesting chip options, which I thought were great. Um, and it was just like a standard like Chipotle turkey sandwich with like with the fresh ingredients and a ton of shredded lettuce. I don't know what it is, but I really like shredded lettuce on sandwiches. Um, it, it was pretty good in my, keeping with sandwiches. My grinder kit came with a huge bag of shredded lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. Um, I had some, it's been a very low key week for me. Like I don't have a lot to report in terms of foodage. I had some pretty good tacos yesterday though. Um, Ooh, tell me about those. So they were, um, there's this place called uh, Lime and Radish that's not far away from where I live. And they serve just like the best mahi mahi tacos Ooh. ever. And they have this tropical guacamole that they make, which is guacamole, but with mango. Um, in it, um, that lovely, and it's it's good. delightful. Yeah, so I had a lot of like avocado prima um, and some mahi mahi tacos and some um, really good guac and homemade chips. So that nice. that made me happy yesterday. Nice. My breakfast this morning did come with avocado toast as well. Mm-hmm. So do you, so do most of most, does most of your food come from like meal delivery? kits yeah i would say either i'd say it's either meal subscription kits or pick up take out yeah um, like the, the only thing i really will quote unquote make uh are is the ground beef thing sandwiches oh i forgot about the yes the clark famous beans and ground <laughs> beef i've not oh, made what? that one of the one of the dishes that uh yeah, that i my like the only family dish that we really have is like it's called beans and ground beef and actually, it's funny. I was supposed to go. Uh, I called my mom last week, and I was like, "Do you feel like making beans and ground beef for dinner this Wednesday night? Because I'd love to come over and have some." <laughs> <laughs> and we had to end up canceling it. But uh, no, it's just I've had not I've not yet made that since I moved back to Michigan. Um, but primarily, I'll make like sandwiches. What kind of beans? Like Bush's baked beans. Huh. It ends up kind of being a tomatoless chili. Oh, okay. Less, yeah. Okay. How about you, Ailey? What did I do this week? Um, I made really delicious chicken quesadillas. Like we grilled the chicken, grilled the vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, don't want to call Ethan out, but he burnt the first batch of vegetables. So I had to make another batch of vegetables. Poor guy. Ethan. We all make mistakes. Um, those are really, really delicious. lost. And yeah, he hasn't lost track of time. Honestly, like every four years, he's like, I'm going to start lost from the You have I'm to. I'm like, no, don't do it. You have to. Because do then it. he talks to me about lost, and I don't want to listen about lost. <laughs> but if you want to listen about lost, check out Ocean Recaps Down the Hatch, lost stuff. Um, Haley, Haley's been waiting for Josh to not be on the podcast for years to be able to voice that opinion. You're never going to watch Lost. No, I will not. No, it's not for me. I like bad shows and things where people don't die constantly. 
Uh, I have depression already. Like, I'm going to go watch more TV depression. No, I'm going to watch Nailed It for seven hours. I'm going to watch America's Next Top Model from 10 years ago to (laughs) lower my self-esteem even more. That's what I'm going to do. Um... What did I eat this week? I don't know. I made cupcakes <laughs> yesterday and I overbaked them. They were fine. Gonna eat pizza tonight. Had some fish last night. Nashville hot fish from Nashville hot fish. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, I mean, I, I can I can completely get what it is based yeah. on the description, but it's I've not heard of that as a uh, evolution. Interesting. Uh, Canadian celeb chef Maddie Matheson has a place in Fort Erie, which is down the way um so we uh we went for a park picnic yesterday and then drove down the niagara parkway and stopped down in old fort erie and got some i got some fish that was pretty tasty and i have another piece that i'm gonna eat for lunch after this what else did i eat i've been eating a lot of grapes lately because they're tasty oh grapes um did i I rave about my frozen grapes last week yes yes Having flashbacks to them. Um, what else am I gonna eat? Like I'm gonna have at least two lunches. I'd say at least two dinners. Oh, I uh, I tweeted this yesterday, but I had a cupcake after every meal yesterday, sure? which was which was nice for me. Um I tried the MM brownie. It's like the stuff, you know, like peanut MMs, except brownie MMs recently. Those are great. I've not heard of this. This week I made for lunch. I made an egg sandwich actually, and I took I took these. Um, they're not technically crackers that we sell at this health food store I'm working at currently, but they're like cheese. They're just baked cheese, and I put those on my egg sandwich, and that was great. So, what you don't like hard boiled eggs? You don't like scrambled eggs? What form is sandwich? Is the egg sandwich like an omelet basically, which is oh. basically just uh, a flat scrambled okay. egg? Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. Okay, listen. I don't know why. I just don't, you don't like have to, eggs. You don't have to. It's okay. You don't have to watch Lost. You I don't have don't to want to watch Lost. <laughs> I was I was picturing an egg salad sandwich. No, rather <laughs> die than oh, an egg no. salad sandwich. That's Those are egg. gross. You don't yep. like egg salad? Oh, why would I? This takes it, a, no, it takes like three seconds like, to make, and it, no, it's, it's good and filling. I. Will never eat a chicken salad sandwich. Will wow. not eat an egg salad sandwich. Anything that's like ham salad. salad sandwich, I'm not Ew. going to. I'm not going to consume. Uh, please reference our discussion of bound salads. I believe around this time last year. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I maybe eat a potato salad sandwich. Ooh, what? No, what? I, that's a lie. I don't like carb sandwiches. <laughs> it's not right. It's like the one that. Blank salad that was not ever meant to be put in a sandwich. You decided to put in a sandwich, like like tuna salad, egg salad, oh, chicken salad. salad. Not happening. All, oh, all sounds appropriate. I would argue that potato salad is the one that is. Why not- is that more different than anything else? Because potato tell me salad, why you can't come a, up with a reason why yes, potato, potato salad is a side. It is a side dish. You know, you put your side tra- dishes on bread. Or bring them home. I've put potatoes. So you shouldn't put mac and cheese before. on on like a sandwich. Like I mean, I'm not going to. I like I macaroni. Know, you salad. should not put mac and cheese. On a I sandwich. did have a lobster mac and cheese burger this oh week. Oh my god, of that was amazing. So it was. Of course, it was. It's it was lobster so, and mac and cheese. And for the very that purpose, it's like 
I was like, do I want mac and cheese on a burger where it's like carbs on carbs on carbs? It's like having mac and cheese on a pizza. It's just, never going to be my first choice, yeah. but it was, with the, it was like a surf and turf mac and cheese burger. It was so good. I do have two lobster tails in my freezer right now, mm. but I, and I'm, I want to, I want to go like a different route than just straight up cooking them. But also, Ethan won't eat lobster, so it's going to be have to be one of those things that I just take on by myself. So you can eat lobster, but you can't eat any of the other seafoods. Yeah, my my grandmother is allergic to all shellfish. Mm-hmm. I'm worried that someday I will be too. But I feel like if I just keep eating shrimp, mm-hmm. like I'll never lose a tolerance. You'll build up for an it. immunity. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Shrimp is my favorite. Like, I love shrimp. I would eat shrimp at every meal if I could. Yeah, you sound like my grandmother. Like, she she literally did eat shrimp at every meal. For, I for love like that for her. <laughs> I want, but Ethan Ethan won't eat any seafood, so. Yeah, it's two lobster tails for you then, right? Mm. Double fisting lobster. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great Friday to me. Oh. <laughs> uh. Can we go more off the rails in the ending here? Like, how many people have turned this off? I mean, I think they turned it up. Yeah. My vocal fry has just gotten deeper as we've gone on. (laughs) (laughs) The vocal fry started off pretty, like, hot and heavy on this episode, so it's okay. It will continue. (laughs) I will take no comments about it, so... Or my upspeak, okay? Like, let me upspeak. Let me live. Anyway, where can people find you on the internet and or what other podcasts are you doing this week? Either one of you. Yeah, go for it. I think I'm precluded from the podcast thing because this is the only thing I got going on. Um, Yeah, you can find me at Kurt Clark. Kurt with a C, Clark with a C because I think so. Just given how confusing apparently Kurt Clark with two C's was last week. It's really weird. Kirk, 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 Kirk. Uh, I have two S's for Curtis. Why couldn't I have two C's at the start? I agree. Uh, yeah. So uh, find me there on Twitter, on the Insta, on the Twitch. Um, yeah. I'm getting lots of emails live streaming Twitch, Kirk. Yeah. What are you doing on Twitch? I've been live streaming some games, uh, mostly Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Fall Guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think I could live stream Jenga? I'll take that as a no. (laughs) I'm very unfamiliar with Twitch. I think we need to do something on Twitch together, though. I don't know what it is. We could do Overcooked. Have you guys played Overcooked? No. Please keep in mind, I'm very bad at video games and games. I only play The Sims and Animal Crossing. I do not even own a console. So so let's, so let's, so let's tank the Twitch idea then. We we'll play Twitch, but is we'll there just other stuff you can do on Twitch? Like, can we play video? poker? Oh. Can we play Uno? Oh, we can play Uno. Oh, can we play Uno? I was leaning towards something food related, just to kind of, <laughs> oh. I don't know, keep it relevant, but it doesn't have to be. <laughs> we can just, you know what? Tweet us what you want to see us do on Twitch. We, oh, should, yeah. we, could, we could do a simple, um, just like cook along. Cook along or dine along? Yeah. Yeah. Come we can with me. Emily's Thunder yes. here. Because Emily does like cooking show streams on Twitch. Does she? Yeah. I didn't the, know this. Yeah. 
you're not on the Discord. Uh, people should join the patron Discord. Uh, by the you're way. right. Um, but yeah, I don't understand. I'm like, I feel like I'm getting very old because I don't understand Discord. I bet I'm older. I don't understand Clubhouse. Clubhouse is—you don't need to understand Clubhouse. No one, nobody does. It'll go away. Nobody knows what it means, but it apparently gets the people going. I don't like it. <laughs> I still keep getting alerts for here's a topic that is relevant to you, started by somebody who you don't know. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, well, how is this topic relevant? Okay. I turned those oh. alerts off, but it's okay. I, I bet I'm older than you are, and I can Discord. And so that means you can Discord. I guess. Um, okay. My, I actually have Discord downloaded on my computer. Mm. And the one day I had unplugged my headphones, and Ethan and I were standing in the office. And then I heard a noise coming from my computer. We didn't know what it was. And we thought maybe somebody hacked my computer and was taking weird pictures of us. But then I realized it was Discord. (laughs) I mean, I also hacked your computer and taking weird pictures of you. But yeah, it was probably Discord. Yeah, definitely Discord. Definitely Discord. Let's go with that. Certainly not anyone on this podcast with hacking skills. My hips aren't as flexible as they used to be. Hundred thousand dollar patrons. How about you, Latanya? Where can, are, what, are you podcasting? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm still doing the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The season finale podcast drops tomorrow, um, as does this podcast. So you get like a double dose of Latanya, or not, because I get it. <laughs> um, or uh, hear me out they can listen to each of those podcasts twice and get quad quad tanya if you listen to it at double speed though then this is still single dose if you have two you listen to two latanya podcasts at double speed does that equal one latanya podcast or is it still double dose so uh-huh. i'm doing the Feedback show uh, this coming week, and Josh Wiggler is going to be joining us again. I think that's how you pronounce his name. I don't know him. Um, and sounds familiar. He, I heard that he's one of those guys who likes to talk about things on podcasting. So, you know, he, he could be a good fit yeah. for what we're doing. Um, so we'll have that feedback show, and then we'll let you know what the plan is for what Everything is Super will be doing later. Other than that, Oh, I just did a Star Wars, um, what is it called? Revenge podcast? of the Sith podcast. I was trying to think of the name, which movie it was, because we were at the end of the prequels. For the love of God, thank you, Jesus. We're at the end of the prequels, um, because I was like seconds away from Padme and deciding that I was losing the will to live. <laughs> um, <laughs> other than that, you can find me on the Twitters at LK Starts. And if you find me on Instagram, then you get a prize because I never tell anyone what that handle is. But you followed both of us. That's prize. true. I did. I, oh, Jesus. Current hosts not eligible for a said prize. Yeah. Because <laughs> technically you found us. I did. I usually do find people on Instagram. I'm really good at it. Um, my name is Haley Strong. You can find me on the internet at hstrong underscore on Twitter and Instagram. And I think on Twitch, I'm Haley Strong. I uh, don't do much over there. Might start. Probably won't. I keep telling myself I, self I will, but then I just play Animal Crossing instead. Um, 
I'm going to watch eight more episodes of Temptation Island so that I can join Kirsten on the Temptation Island podcast on mm. Wednesday. Big feet. But I can do it. Maybe. I believe in you. We'll see. I mean, I watched two episodes this morning. Um, maybe Throw I'll an just... episode of Lost in there and you'll be ready to go. Ethan's watching Lost right now. <laughs> He's like, well, you're upstairs. I'm going to watch Lost. But great, because I don't want to watch it. Because he he came downstairs while I was watching Temptation Island this morning. He's like, "Why are you on your phone? Like, look at me, pay attention." He's like, "If I was watching Lost, you'd be on your phone." I'm like, "I wouldn't be here, bud, if you were watching Lost." <laughs> <laughs> I'd get lost as you were. Anytime we go on vacation, we get on the plane. He's like, "So let me tell you the plot of this episode of Lost." I'm like, "No, this is not the place for you to tell me about Lost." Oh, it's certainly not. There's no place to tell me about loss. But especially not on a plane. Mm -mm. No, no. Oh, Ethan. (laughs) What is he, nuts? I mean, it had to have been to marry me, but Uh that's besides the point. Um, Yeah, that's it for me. Hanging out. Okay. Um, I love you guys. Bye. (laughs) Pack your knives and go. (laughs) Bye. 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 Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.